Greetings and welcome everyone to this episode of Your Sacred Wild Soul. I am May Ruth, intuitive astrologer, soul, sound alchemist, and your soul life guide for this particular journey. My aim is to present insight tools and guidance that can bring greater ease, awareness, and soul success into our lives. So I'm delighted that we have an opportunity to explore a particular interesting, powerful subject, actually. If you're listening to this episode, I will be recording just at the time of the full moon in Virgo and the movement of Saturn into Pisces is causing quite a stir in the insight, the astrology, lightworkers community. I really want to take a look at the ideas that are going to be with us for probably the next two and a half to three years. When we talk about the sign of Pisces, because the previous, if you listen to my episode where I talk about Pisces, we had a new moon in Pisces uh, a few weeks ago. And Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. So in many ways, it's the culmination of taking a look at what life has has offered and how we've accepted the offerings. Now, having, and whenever you listen to this episode, this full moon in Virgo will apply because, of course, we see the moon going through every sign each month. It stays in each of the zodiac signs for about two and a half days. But this full moon in Virgo is offering us a new view and a new way as it is coupled with Saturn going into Pisces. It is kind of like the opening of the portal door. And then Saturn in Pisces is inviting us to step through into a whole new experience. Let's take a look just for, just briefly. I want to ask you a question. Do you recall what was going on about 29 years ago? Because Pisces, uh, Saturn was in the sign of Pisces back between 1994 and 95. And I personally, what I think back was when I actually had an opportunity to, in fact, someone recommended Julia Cameron's Artist Way book and her morning pages. And that was at the time, that was 1994, when I embarked upon this very creative journey using her particular uh, materials and format. So what were you doing back during the time of 1994. And here we are now in 2023, and we're back in the sign of Pisces. And Pisces, as I said, is the culmination of many things that have gone on in our life. 
The way I would like to approach Pisces is in the context of the Pisces-Virgo axis. I work with astrology, and in particular, I'm, when I'm looking at uh, the signs, I'm always looking at what could be seen as the opposite sign, but I like to look at the signs as being complementary to each other if we come into an understanding that opposites are often the parts of the self that we need to incorporate. We all lean pretty much on the, the habits, the ways that we do things all the time. But the opposite sign can, if we allow it, can bring a fresh perspective. Now let's take Pisces and Virgo for a moment. Pisces is the sign of the openness to the cosmic, the intuitive. It's the sign that's open to the 5D world, the 6D world. It's the ability to tune in in non, quote unquote, non-ordinary time. Pisces can reach into the universal, even the multiverse, frequency, energy. Now, we want to bring this back down to earth. And the way that we do that is we have the embodiment of the sign of Virgo. Virgo, too, is very intuitive. And it's intuitive through our natural world, the world that we live on, the, the, the plane of earth. And so when we put Pisces, the ability to tap into our intuitive abilities, coupled with Virgo, that is earth-based, Pisces is the sign, quote-unquote, the symbol of the fish. It has the archetypal energy of being oceanic. Oceanic meaning the ability to reach into those other realms. Virgo has the symbolism of what is seen as the the virgin virgin meaning independent within oneself and when you put these two images and these two archetypes together virgo is the ability to utilize and intuitively understand the messages coming out of the physical world, the natural world. It's in tune with the rhythms of the earth. And when you take these two signs and use them together in our everyday life, Virgo helps us to be more organized. It helps us to contain now uh, contain ourselves. Now, if we look purely at Pisces, because it is the water sign and it has boundlessness. But when you put the two together, because we live on the 3D plane and we do have to have some containerizing of our life experiences. So Virgo comes along and helps to build containers that will bring rain in some of that boundlessness so that we can utilize the insights and the intu intuitive nudges that we gain from the Pisces experience. Pisces is able to tap into the dreams, the dream world. Pisces 
um, finds connection in all things. It's the sign of unity. Pisces is one of the collective signs. The, the, and Virgo is one of the personal signs. But when we put these two together, we come out being much more whole in our experience of living on this plane of existence. Now we're going to add to this with Saturn being in the sign of Pisces. So what does that, what does that really mean? When I was sitting and thinking about this episode, it occurred to me that Saturn, because it is the planet that rules the structure, it's about time, it's about looking at the reality of how we are approaching whatever it is that we desire in our lives. And when I was thinking about this, it occurred to me that Saturn is like the 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 boat because Pisces is about water it's oceanic and if we are to come up with some kind of way of navigating the Piscean energy the frequency of being in a non-linear because Pisces operates oftentimes in a more non-linear kind of way but with the, this major transit of Saturn and Pisces, we each are being invited to come up with a way to be. It's it's in fact I look at it as being in the the spiritual because Pisces is a and Neptune its guiding planet has to do with our spirituality. It has to do with our soul connection how we connect to the higher plane in whatever way you might conceive of that. And so Saturn comes along and I'm I'm looking at it as kind of a metaphorical boat because Saturn is about creating ways to structure time and reality. And so if we take Pisces now we're going to be in this energy for about the next two to two to three years. We each are going to be asked to come up with a connection to our spiritual self, our creative self, our soul pursuits. And Saturn basically is saying we each are responsible for coming up with a way to gain understanding of this Piscean energy. Now, I want to remark on something just briefly. Many of you listen to other astrologers, tarot readers, uh, runes, every kind of reader there is. There you know, lots and lots of people, and there's a lovely um, uh, advancement of people wanting to understand things beyond just the mundane everyday world. And so there's a lot of expansion that is happening. Thank you, Jupiter and Aries at this time for this expansion that is happening. Now, this expansion has to do with 
understanding how to be responsible in the sense of discernment. Saturn is inviting each one of us to begin to learn discernment. And there's no better way than looking at the sign of Pisces because most, lots and lots of people, the, 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 the current contemporary horoscope descriptions of Pisces as totally dreamy, otherworldly, unable to deal with anything other than just sort of floating off into space. That borders on what we often describe as the shadow aspects. And yes, there definitely is that aspect to this sign. But it becomes very, very important to understand that a lot of what we hear around us and the descriptions are connected to a lower frequency or vibration. And the reason that Pisces is described in this way, because it is not the easiest sign. Let me be very clear to everyone listening. The water signs, Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer, all hold a similar intuitive ability to tap into the other realms. Oftentimes with Scorpio, it's called the occult. And it is not, it's not really easy to describe this realm that is beyond our everyday, quote unquote, five senses. So immediately people go to the negative because in our society at this time, there's a much more weight placed on negative experiencing. And so Saturn in Pisces at this time is putting forth, I guess in many ways you could call it a challenge for each person to begin to say, what do I want in reality for myself? What am I willing to learn? How am I willing to structure my life in a new way? Because the old paradigms and the old belief systems are not working collectively, nor are they working for us individually. Each of us has to become aware of the truth within ourselves. And so Saturn is putting forth, and I believe it's really an invitation because um, invitations are wonderful in that you get to accept it, or you get to say uh, no. Well, in many ways, the no part of this, as as we are moving through this these next couple of years, next three years really, is how much are we willing to get really quiet? Because that's the Pisces part. We're going to have to learn some new skills. Some of those skills we already have been seeing. There's a lot of uh, work around um, doing yoga. There's um, mindful meditation. There's walking meditation. There's uh, uh, art, exp uh, art therapy expression. There, there is 
even people who love to go to the mountains and climb, all of that has to do with centering within ourselves. And when we center within ourselves, we begin to hear the wisdom of our own hearts. And that is a major, major thing that is that is taking place with Pisces, with Saturn in Pisces. The key is to bring forth this wisdom that each one of us has. And I, I'm, I'm here to say, at first, it's, it's kind of a daunting task because we have not been encouraged, we haven't been taught, we haven't been socialized to really listen to ourselves. I'm the first one to say, each day is, is, is a step. Much of what we've got to, to learn has to, be, has to be done step by step. For example, maybe you've been interested in doing dream work. And so the first step might be, because this is very Saturn, to get a journal book or a notebook, anything that is pleasing to you, and begin to just note your feelings. How did your body feel when you first wake up in the morning? How did your body feel? How does it feel? Um, what what dream snippets do you remember? The main thing is just to have your tools near you so that you can catch those those feelings and those uh, memories and those thoughts and just let that be enough at first as you begin to use this as your entry point into the Piscean world. If you listen to other people, because many folks say, oh, I never remember anything. If you're interested, really, really, really interested in this particular way, then don't listen to what anybody else says about, oh, dreams are just some kind of airy-fairy type of scenario. If you really want to understand, start to pay attention to what is going on each time, each morning. Put a date on your, on your entry. You might even want to put a time. Even if you draw a little picture, maybe on any given day, your your dream notations might be in terms of just drawing a little picture. You might use words, but you don't necessarily have to. The key point that I'm making, and this can be for anything in your in uh, uh, in your world in your life, begin to study what you're saying to yourself because, and the reason I'm using dreams is because dreams come out of us. Every last one of us have, have, have dreams and dreams are particular. They're unique to us, just like each one of our astrological blueprints, our, I call it your astro star map, just like that is unique to each one of us. Your dreams are unique to you. Another thing with going into Saturn, with Pisces going into Saturn. Now, this is a big one. 
Saturn presents us with the, the, the awareness that we must begin to face the things that we fear the most. And the way we know we have fear is we often get the signaling of reoccurring habits, patterns, people, situations coming into our lives. And with Saturn being in Pisces, we could, we could potentially be faced with those particular things that we haven't wanted to see, not because there's anything wrong with us. It's the fact that, again, our learning has been such that we have not been guided to facing things that stand in front of us. The way in which fear can be dealt with is to look at it, first of all. And, we, and you might engage it by even saying, who and what are you? What are you, what are you, what are you wanting to offer me? What are you offering me? Because fear is a part of us too. And it's the hidden things that we haven't known how to deal with that we've been, in many instances, we've been got, told that this is a bad thing. And I'm going to suggest everyone, everyone that we need to put aside good or bad and go to ground zero, go to the zero point and look at whatever we're faced with as a messenger. I once read, and I'm not quite sure where I saw this, that no one is your friend, no one is your enemy, but everything is your teacher. And fear definitely falls into this category of having to face it and ask it, what are you here to teach me? Now, we all are going to experience Saturn in Pisces in different areas of our charts. There are 12 realms within the astrological map, 12 houses. These houses are the circumstances, the people, the events, the situations that will occur in our lives. There are going to be some of you who are going to have a very powerful Saturn and Pisces experience, and that may be your first Saturn return, your third Saturn return. This means you have you have Saturn and Pisces, and this is in your natal chart. This is where Saturn was when you were born. And that's a specific kind of experience that takes place with your Saturn return. If you need to know and want to know more about this, I'm going to put my contact in the show notes because this is a specific kind of guidance that you need when you are embarking upon your Saturn return. There will be a few of you who will have 
also Jupiter return this year. Jupiter will be going into the sign of Taurus in May. All of these are powerful points. But in particular, when you're having your Saturn return, we only will see that, for example, if you were born in 1994. This is a very big time for you. This is a major one. So I want you to be aware that Saturn is about taking ownership and being connected through Pisces to the light and to the wisdom and to the wholeness that is within yourself. The lessons that we are, and it's very um, monumental that we should be having this, uh, this Saturn in Pisces at this time because everybody collectively, Saturn has just moved out of the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius is the sign of the major collective. And everyone has gone through some aspect of the past three years with the whole pandemic, the whole breaking down, the whole shifting. Everything has shifted. And there are no answers per se from the outside, from the, 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 the collective authorities or the collective system. It used to be that people um, were in their families, they went to school, they went to their social religious institutions, and there seemingly was some guidance in terms of how to navigate through life. But at this particular time, I'm asking one question, and the sign of Pisces is the sign of the higher octave because it's rule again like i said it's guided and its rulership is with neptune and it is what's called the higher octave of love so i'm asking you how can you be the most loving first of all to yourself and the reason i'm asking this is because as a piscean and 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 being connected with that archetype of the oceanic boundlessness, what you feel deeply can be the start of a movement. Oftentimes, um, people look at Aquarius, and Aquarius is very much, can be very much revolutionary. But Pisces is actually the counterculture. Pisces says, if you can go deep within your own wisdom and trust, trust the guidance that you are being offered. You can move the mountains. And in fact, we see in our natural world where water has moved mountains. Apparently, water moves something because we wouldn't have the Grand Canyon. We have lots of examples of how water has moved things. And so if each one of us moves into our lives in a way that is 
emotionally in integrity, emotionally authentic, if we are willing to face, like I said earlier, if we're willing to face what scares us, because we all have things that are that feel really scary. And that's why we often are searching to have someone else tell us what to do, because we haven't been helped. And I'm sharing this because together, if each one of us reaches into self and we allow the connections that we've made within ourselves and with others, but without depending on someone else. Now, we, you often hear the words codependence, enabling, and, and uh, being a victim, and those are often associated with the sign of Pisces. Why? Because I want to stress again, the moment we do not listen to self, and we go outside. We have, in psychology, we call it having your locus, locus of control. When you place your sovereign, sacred self on the outside into the external world, there ha that you cause a disruption, an imbalance. There is no alignment between your mind, your body, and your spirit. And that's where this whole uh, shakiness comes from and why people run from one place to the other attempting to get answers from others. Others cannot give us answers. We can be with each other and we can exchange ideas and we can give, we can give one another encouragement. We can give one another support. But... Not anyone, no person, no one can give you the kind of answer that you need. When you ask the question, because in many ways, the question is the most important thing. Frame your question about what it is that you are desiring in your deepest heart. That's where the Saturn comes in. That's where the structuring comes in. Frame your question in such a way that your inner self says, oh, I have the answer for you. And our and your wise, I call it my muse self, that my wise muse self, just like your wise muse self, does have the answer. The other part of this is that you it becomes absolutely critical to trust to trust yourself, to trust when your desire goes out into the cosmos. You can call it whatever. You you can call it when it goes out to the, you call up the goddess, the god, the source, the infinite, whatever you want to call it. But it becomes absolutely critical that you trust that you will receive the perfect guidance just for you. Just like each one of our charts is 
exactly keyed in frequency to each one of us. We were born at a particular time. We, we each are here at this particular juncture in, in the, the worldscape, in the cosmic timing. Everything is cosmically timed. Even as we look out and we see some things that we do not want to see, but we're seeing them. And why is that? That's because on a collective level, there are a lot of a lot of people who believe from the negative level on a collective consciousness and, and be very assured that what we see, we've collectively created this together. No one person, please understand that no one person created all of the upheaval and the conflict and all the things that are going on. But on a collective level, all of that collective energy has come together. And so our job with Saturn and Pisces is to say, on a personal level, let me stop and not contribute any more of this negative negative energy into the to the collective pool. I I will I'm going to be coming back to this subject because it is such a vast one and I'm really looking forward to coming um, and and doing some workshops on Saturn because uh, it 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 needs to be really understood by all of us. In the next week or so, we're going to have Aries, a new moon in Aries, which will give us a bit more understanding of what's going on. Aries brings us into the absolute new year because it's the first sign of the zodiac. We are also going to be treated to the spring equinox. All of that says we have a chance to create a new identity. Pisces is bringing us to our spiritual place of trusting who we are and believing with our, our deepest heart that we are worthy. And then once we accept our own worthiness, Aries says, now it's time for you to step out with this newfound awareness of yourself. So I'm going to be talking about that in the next, in the coming weeks. And I've got some other treats that I'm looking forward to bringing forward. As you know, I love sound healing and music. And so uh, I've got some treats in store in that regard. And I'm looking forward to bringing that to the discussion. Meanwhile, I want you to go out and do something enjoyable because Pisces is a sign of joy also and having fun and enjoyment. And then, like I said, Virgo, the full moon in Virgo opened up the portal and said, go and connect with nature. Feel the wind blowing on your face. So meanwhile, I'm going to end this episode for today, but uh, but what we 
are embarking upon is a powerful journey. And we each are building our own powerful ships so that we can sail the seas. You might want to sail the seas in terms of doing some scuba diving. You might want to paint a picture. You might want to go throw pottery. You might want to take up playing that instrument that you put in the closet. This is all of that Pisces energy that gets expressed through the artistic connection. So I want you to go out and have a great time. No matter how you do it, remember to breathe, to rest, and then Saturn is holding each one of us to doing the work. Meanwhile, go out and have yourself a fabulous time. And I will see you again. And we'll be speaking to you again very, very soon. With love from my heart to your heart. Bye-bye for now.